What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Comedic Energy, and this is Dirty Mouth Radio. Dirty Mouth Radio, produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. Hey, Chardonnay. It's your boy, Cray. What's good? <laughs> I almost said we got a special guest. I almost said... Uh, don't do me like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little special, but don't do me like that. I, I've been gone for a minute, y'all. I'm back. You know, yeah. I be in and out. I be in these streets. Uh, uh, went on hiatus for a little minute. She back. She back. Yeah. Top of Charlotte Lation sometime soon. Yeah, you know? we can definitely do that. Yeah, man. But we got a lot to talk about today. Damn, yo, it's been a lot of shit going on. Y'all been looking at the news? Yeah, yeah. there's a whole bunch of stuff on Man, so y'all seen about, what's her name, Brittany Griner? Brittany, yeah, that oh shit is crazy. Hold up, I ain't see that. Oh my God, man. I think since her nine years. Nine and a half years, man. In Russia. But, oh, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Shorty, uh, she the- got locked up for being homosexual or something like that. First oh, of all, no. No, the bas- the, the basketball oh. player. He a oh, basketball player. Yeah. 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 Really? <laughs> <laughs> Only you. Only you. <laughs> they locked her up for drug possession. With oh, okay. I thought somebody went over there and was they got in trouble for doing some stuff in the streets as a woman that they wasn't supposed to do. I don't know nothing about that one. Yeah, I didn't hear about that one. But uh, Biden, I guess, jumped right on and released a statement talking about they're going to get her out and they may be using her as a political pawn with the whole... Board. Of course they are. Yeah, yeah. Because it's Cause now that before it was only one person they wanted out. Now they want two people out. Yeah, it's... For, <laughs> just for Britney. Um, I don't know the exact name, but I remember it was a big time, like, Murderer or something, I think, oh, from Russia. That's over in the U.S. Yeah, Russia, Russia wants two people. I know one is an arms dealer, right? Yeah, and, and then they just added this other one because it was the deal was going through. It seemed like with the one, and yeah. now they added. I guess they're just trying to keep her more as a pawn to see if they can get that other one. She just in the middle of a political, political That's shit. Up, that is some fucked up shit. Yeah, all well, them basketball players need to leave. Yeah, man. That, I always said that. I don't know how the hell they even... How do you even be able to do shit like that? Like, knowing Russia is... How you... You yeah, just gonna play ball definitely, like that? That's like playing they, ball with North Korea and shit. I, I'm about to play ball. No. Fuck the hell, no. No, I'm not about to sit up there and hoop for y'all niggas. Fuck that. Why not, son? Son, I'm not. Why? They don't even like us. Exactly. They money like us. They don't, first of all, they don't like you you because you're American. They don't like you because you're black and American. Hell no. You don't know that shit. It's like that. that. You go ahead and ball for North Korea and shit. You lose a game, you're going to lose a pinky and shit. Exactly. I'm not doing that. You gonna lose a pinky, son? Hell yeah, yo! It might make you shoot better. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that shit, man. The money, right? Right? That's what everybody all about. It's all about. I mean, and that that is why them NBA, WNBA players go over to them countries because they get paid more over there than versus playing in the states. 
Yeah, but that should that should show them that they need more money in the states where they don't gotta go to these countries. But they don't care about them. So yeah. they trying to get shorty back or what? What's up with that? I mean, yeah. Biden said he is, but you never know. Shit. Yeah, they gonna make an example out of her ass. They definitely are, man. They're using her as leverage. That, and it's a fucked up situation when you think about it. Like, you as the president, you gotta, you gotta make a decision to bring her back, right? But you also gotta worry because you know the the whaling dude, the U.S. Marine. That's the other person they were trying to get back. They ain't the only two people over there that's American. You got yeah. other people talking stuff like, yo, I want my person out. I want my person. See, that shit is just going to keep happening. No, it's going to just keep happening. Yeah, so, I, I mean, you put yourself in his shoes. What you supposed to do? Mm-hmm. You see what yeah. I'm saying? You're not going to, everybody's not going to be happy, pretty much. You can't, all, all, yeah. All parties no. is not going to be on the same emotion. Not at all. Yeah, man, that's a fucked up situation. Then you got, um... The Breonna Taylor case. Did y'all see that? No, what happened? I didn't see so, that. The FBI arrests the um the Louisville cop for lying on the search warrant. Oh. Yeah. That so, happened today or when yeah. it happened? So the four cops tied to Breonna Taylor's death were arrested and said to be charged. Mm-hmm. So you have Brett Hankinson. You have Joshua James, Kelly, Hannah Godlett, and Kyle Meany. I just found out about that a couple hours ago, and it's still ongoing. So after what is it like? It's been like how long? It's been like damn some years. Something like that. How about I say at least five years? They just got they just now getting around to this joint. Just now getting bitch though. That's what it is. That shit came back for your ass. You thought shit was gonna be sweet. Uh, I hope they get charged. They still talking. I'm, I'm. Th- th- this insurrection is what kind of been like catching my eye a little lately, though. But I'm, I'm just like, yeah. nah. Well, listen, man. What's, what's this stuff? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, dog. It's a lot going on. It's a lot of stuff that's that seems a little irrelevant right now, considering like. <laughs> what the state of the economy is really in right now. So I'm just really kind of trying to figure out what, you know, mm-hmm. how they going to mask it, how long it's going, how, how long it's going to take before, like, you know, us as Americans realize, like, what kind of problem we about to have. We, well, we, we really in a fucked up situation. <laughs> yo, we about to be <laughs> fucked up out here, yo. Like, you feel like the shit done hit the already? Huh? Yo, it's crumbling. Like, yo, when I say it's crumbling, dog, people are not paying attention. Yo, it's the airports is way too packed for what's about to go down. Yeah. We got the GDP numbers coming out negative for two quarters. We got the housing market is that shit slowing down. And it's looking like it's about to start coming to a halt. You know what I'm saying? We got jobs was at an all-time high, but now them joints is slowly falling off. You got big corporations and stuff that's laying people off, and you know how it starts at the top. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As soon yeah. as you see that first joint, like Amazon and people like that, as soon as they start laying off, you're like, okay. Because mm-hmm. they bringing in bread. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So why yeah. they laying people off? You got to think about that. You know, the dollar, the U.S. dollar is, is in turmoil. It's just the stocks is going crazy. They, you know. So why do you... Okay. Switching over to the finances, then. Why do you think that? Because 
with the whole the num the GDP numbers coming out and things like that, why do you feel like they keep on saying we're not in a recession? So because right now the biggest thing right now is that these elections is coming up. Yeah. Nobody's trying to have that stain on their name during the re- during the elections. Nobody wants the stain of a, a recession. You know, mm-hmm. nobody wants to talk about that. Cause yeah, you gotta because you got to go clean it up. Yo, it, and it's not even that. Like it makes your whole campaign just look bad. Like, oh, the the economy went into a recession under your watch. You know what I'm saying? Like political move. The whole yo, thing is a political kind of agenda. It's a campaign to just diso- di- disassociate, mm-hmm. like what's happening inside of the house. Like the house is burning down, and all the politicians are standing outside with the cameras and the microphone in their face. Like, it's good, America. Like we straight, we got this under control. We're gonna keep doing this and keep doing that, and we're gonna make it look sexy for you the whole, whole time. time. <laughs> Smoke coming out of whole the whole time. You see Negroes jumping out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> with their asses on fire like nigga it ain't good yeah <laughs> you see people running down the street with TVs on top of their head like yeah. <laughs> you know like yo they like stores is not moving product you got people like Target and Walmart who have too much stock inventory yeah, uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. which means that now they not purchasing products from the producers, so the producers ain't making no ain't making no sales, you know. And then, then you got this whole lockup situation with uh, with uh, trade in between countries and stuff. The boats, the ships, the trucks, everybody's screwed up. So, so with that being said, right? Yeah, because you brought up a good a good point. You saying that Target and Walmart, which I heard too, Target and Walmart and other businesses pretty much have too much supply, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not enough demand. Right. But if there's not enough demand and you have a lot of supply, but you have the president and everybody, the pretty much the Fed saying there's no um, recession, does that sound like, okay, the people know what it really is, even though they're full of shit? You see what I'm saying? Uh, it's, it and sounds if like... Not, if consumers are not buying right if they're not buying what are they doing they're saving right no that's not that's not what's that's not what's happening what's happening is people are in survival mode but they don't realize it yeah so they're spending their last to survive just to get through and they're not spending their money on things that aren't as important as survival stuff you know what i'm saying Mm. like we buy in like oodles and noodles and shit as a com- compared to buying steaks and shrimp and yeah more dry fish. food a lot you of know people what I'm saying? dry food people going to the dollar store as opposed to going to the Walmart you dig what I'm saying so it's like it's not that the consumer is not like they rationing they're like rationing what Yo, they, they rationing because you got to think like the government don't just do shit because they care like when they was giving that bread out they knew that the, re- the recession was ensuing yeah. They were sending that money out so that they could make us think that we had money saved up or we flipped our money or whatever, right? So that when we go into the recession, we still have that same feel like, oh, shit, now that we free from the pandemic, we got money saved up because we wasn't really doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now we want to go on trips and, and incursions and stuff like that. You know, whole time we thinking we saving by going to a dollar store, man, this stuff, man, man, uh, 
uh, uh, uh, the rates is going way going way too up. Tax rates and stuff is going up way too high. You know what I'm saying? Let me go to the dollar store as opposed to going to Walmart. Really, psychologically, you not knowing that, nigga, you in survival mode. You just don't realize the bread that you're spending right now because you've yeah. been having it so so plentiful recently. Mm-hmm. But wait till next year. It's going to get real, dog. It's going to get real. It's going to get real. How long does a recession usually last? Um, Technically, it's said that a recession lasts... Uh, well, okay. But first off, we don't truly know. In past recessions, we haven't truly known that we were in recession until maybe they when they announce it because someone has to officially announce it. Right. It's usually announced within the year, or six months to a year after the recession has already been over. Okay. So you could be going through a recession for two years and not know it until the third year Third year that you were in say. a recession. Okay. Looking it up on Google, they say the average recession in the U.S. lasts roughly seventeen months. The shortest so one. So that's like two years. That's like yeah, almost two it's years. Like a, yeah, it's like a year. Yeah. So, like, how do you, <laughs> like, what does that mean for Americans? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what survival is survival mode? Like you yeah. said. What you know what I'm saying? But how do we? How do you thrive? When you were consistently but, living on an island in survival mode. But a lot of people, I mean, from, you know, of course, social media stuff or all the people that talk about stocks and all, they saying millionaires will be made in this recession that we Yeah, they, mil- millionaires that, will be made. Yeah. That, that was going to bring me to my next question. Like, what are you doing to prepare for this recession? And what is your game plan when they finally announce that we are in one? You asking me or you just saying in general? I'm asking y'all. Well, okay. First, you would have to assume that people still got bread to invest or to move. Shit. Because right now, if your bread is sitting inside of a savings, it's just trash because with interest rates raising up, it's just costing, it's just worth, the power of it is less and less and less. Mm -hmm. So if you ain't putting your money into an interest an interest gaining or interest yielding or dividend yielding uh, yeah. bank account yeah. or you ain't buying no assets like gold or some real assets, physical assets like houses and property and gold and shit like that, like but you can ex- is, go ahead man. I'm sorry, but I mean you could just expect to be broke as fuck next year or for the next couple years, like and that's my point exactly with inflation how are people supposed to invest or do outside the norm when inflation high the stuff you might could have been saving is now going towards inflation and that's just on regular everyday shit gas food like everything is high as fuck and and that's what and that's why it's like we moving from more of like a uh, lower class, middle class to high society, more, to uh, high society and just poor as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because us in the middle, you gotta think, us in the middle, we hold up this country. The middle, the middle, the, the, the you know what I'm saying, the middle gainers, you know, are the ones who are spending money for the poor and we're spending money for the rich and we're trying to survive ourselves. And Getting taxes, 
Taxes are eating our asses up every year. And we're paying for all of this shit. Like when you drive down the street, somebody asks you for $5. That might just be, you only got $1. But then what can you buy with four? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, really like, nigga, you need to get a job. <laughs> and I'm going to keep this $5. I'm sorry, but. I don't have it to give. Dog, I give you this dollar. I will never see a return of this dollar ever again. At least if I spend this dollar on food, I can try. I can at least I can trade these dollars for food. You know what I'm saying? For a sandwich or something like you like yo, it's real out here, yo. People living off of sandwiches a day. It's hunger games for real, but, bro. Yeah, no bullshit. <laughs> but my my thing is this too, like it's always gotta be a play, dog. Mm-hmm. So my That's thing is, play. what's the play? That's what I'm asking y'all. What is y'all play? Short term or long term or mid term? Whatever I want to hear, I want to hear short and long. All right, well, flip this house for me. <laughs> That's a way. It is, but way. then you gotta have a machine after that. Exactly. Where, where you gonna put that money? I mean, at? I'm gonna sit on it for a while, but right. So I mean, like the best thing I think right now is if you do have a property, sit on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait till all of this shit blow over. Wait till the housing market gets back on fire. Well, I mean, you know, it's still on fire because people just spending money stupidly. They getting yeah. into like auction battles now, buying houses out of control, dog. Yeah. But the best thing I guess to do right now is just to sit on your house, let it, let it. You know what I'm saying? Let that equity come up. Yeah, um, definitely. Put your money. If you get in any money, take ten percent or whatever it is that you can handle. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, and put that joint in, so in, in in some type of interest gaining or yielding uh, bank account, or even if you can jump into learn about the stock market and jump into some uh, foundational plays, like something that you know for a fact without a shadow of a doubt is going to be here for at least ten years. You know what I'm saying? So we're talking about Amazon, Google, uh, the metaverse, Tesla, Apple. You know Apple, all these tech companies yeah. and stuff like that. They got bread. They gonna survive a recession and all of that shit. And they gonna they gonna bring in capital. You know what I'm saying for you. So long term, you jump in and now or you know later on when the recession actually is understood or whatever or you know made known, get your money in early. Wait, let that shit ride up for like five or ten years. You know what I'm saying? And you have something. But right now it's just gonna be like straight up penny pension, bro. So my biggest question is why, okay, so in doing a Google search, right? <coughs> Since 1948, there's been 11 recessions in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Why 1948, 11, okay. Why is it that specifically black people haven't had no type progress. of progress? Exactly. You, you already know that. Not, not even progress, but had some type of game plan. You know that, you know that answer. Yeah, that's what I say. You, but, we, talk, but, we talked about this before. Is, but my thing is, when do we say fuck it and start planning? Oh, when? When? What do we? What else do we have to do? To I mean, what what else has to happen? What oh. else has to happen before we just say fuck it? And let's just start planning for some shit. Dog, when the fuck is that? It's not gonna happen, son. But dog, the writing is on the wall as we speak. Dog, who pays attention to writing anymore? 
Put it in a book. Put it no, in a book. You, you know, gotta put it in a song. It. These niggas don't no, even. I, don't I was about to, that's why I said you can't put it in a book. They ain't gonna read it. Yeah. Bro, you would have to literally. This is what is good. This is what it would take, dog. You would literally have to cancel every single mumble mouth, mouth rapper out there. <laughs> you would have to change over. You would have to change the concept of rap into a whole entirely different genre of music. Mm-hmm. Make it hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then you would have to educate the people that's in that genre about financial literacy. Put it in the songs and push it. But then make it look sexy so that but everybody want to do it. We, we can't even say that. You know why? Because Nipsey did that shit. Dog. And yeah, where's Nipsey? Oh, I hate to say this, but where's Nipsey right now? Dog, but I'm saying the content is out there. It's, it's, that, and it's going to... I ain't listening. It, that's but the, you right, know that's, what? And, and sorry, so Rel was just saying this, how positivity and stuff to progress, it don't get the attention right. that it needs. It doesn't. Now, if it's negative, people all over it when it comes to social media. But social media is not the place for positivity or information. You get people that's on there that likes information and they take heed. But mm. for the most part, our people that's on social media is usually for fucking entertainment purposes. Yep. For negative shit. Yo. Let me laugh at some bullshit. But then you got to think the, about the, what's feeding it, too. Record labels ain't gonna throw money behind that shit. No, they well, not no. Behind no financial. Hell no, no, it don't is. bring it in. Ain't this bringing is, the money. This is where it's at, son. Everybody wants the bag. Nobody you is just, trying to fucking hustle and work, son. Everybody is just trying to get the money fast and easy, and without having to really struggle like that. And it, 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 it's all about looking sexy now. You know what I'm saying? Going out right here down. and flip, going out here and flipping houses is not sexy to these teenagers and shit like that. And most of these thirty year olds is follow behind them. So the knowledge has been out here for eons, dog. It's not that we don't. It's not that we can't reach it because even during slavery, people was yeah. making money. You know what I'm saying? And it damn sure don't make sense right now since we got every tool that you can imagine. We don't have to read. You can go on YouTube and learn about financial literacy, dog. It's it's not that difficult. You can listen to books now. You don't have to read them if you don't want to read. But, bro, pe- like our people are First not. First of all, they cons- want to hand it. To they don't see. They don't see the legitimacy behind it. They don't understand why it's necessary. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Why is making money? I don't want to be rich. Not, I'm not saying me, but most people, most people, black <laughs> people you talk to, man, I don't need a million. I don't need a hundred thousand. I don't need this. I, I just want to be able to provide for my kids and my family. I want to just be able to just, you know, live a good life before I leave or some shit like that, you know? But then you even ask them that and they ask them how their game plan is to do that and they ain't got no game plan for that. That's because they got a job. The job is fun. the game plan. Yeah. As long as they keep the job, it's fine. I can't put my life on autopilot. That that goes back into what we was talking about a couple episodes ago about being your own boss. Not 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 the proverbial boss. Not the boss that runs a business, but the boss that runs your life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, managing your own time, managing your own money, managing your own uh free time and your household and the food that you eat. 
Nobody wants to do that, son. We want to go to a job that basically takes care of 50 per, uh, 65% of our life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's easy. Mm-hmm. I think Some, it controls more than 65. And that's, you know, it's, about the, it's about 75. <laughs> it's like, you know what, you know what this, 80. you know, you know what this, yeah. ta- you know what this takes me back to? Wow. This takes me back to the time when everybody was tripping on Kanye West for what he said. About the plantation and slavery. About, About slavery is a mentality. Mm-hmm. One of my professors in college said the same thing. And this was back way before Kanye West was like saying that shit. This was early 2000, maybe nine, ten, you know? And he was like, yo, slavery is a mentality, you know? If you spend all this time, there's more of you than there is you know, the white man on the plantation. You know what I'm saying? People are escaping. You could take over the plantation easily, no problem. But you don't. Because you've been conditioned to live like this and you've been conditioned to think that this is okay. Well, the master provides us a house. He provides us food. He provides us a a place to sleep. Yeah, we get beat when we get out of line, but it's better than being out here on the run. Mm -hmm. You know? If I just follow the directives, I can get I can get my sandwich every day. But if I don't, his people gonna come and they gonna they gonna hunt us down, you know. So that jail mentality. Yeah, and that's why a lot of people who get out of jail and been in there for a while, they usually go back because they mind. I mean, I feel you on that, but I mean, even outside of that, I think the whole prison theory and the mentality that's in everywhere. That's not even just. You know, literally in the prison. Prison. No, exactly. That's in the job. That's that's job. That's school. That mentality of literally going in there, doing what you got to do, and get out. That shit is in everywhere. I was just watching something, right? I, a couple of days ago, I was watching uh, the show Sixty Days In. Did I ever mm-hmm. see the show? Yeah, about I watched it. Being in prison. So I was just looking at shit, right? And they talk about how the culture is in prison. And I was like, damn, this shit sounds like work. Because <laughs> like, if you think about the types of, you know, prisoners that you got in there that they label, you know, you got your rats, you got some people that's chill, you got your hotheads. I was like, damn, when I when I compare that, I can compare that to any job that I had mm-hmm. to a certain number of coworkers that I had. What do you have when you think about work? You got your your person that don't want to do shit, the lazy motherfucker. You got the the motherfucker that takes his job too goddamn seriously. Well, what, is, what is that? What is that? That's the guard, right? The motherfucker yeah. that takes his job too goddamn seriously. It's just yeah. it's the same shit. That that prison mentality is in every facet of like life, yo. That shit is crazy as fuck. I don't, I don't think it's like, well, it is a, it is a prison mentality. But it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mentality that, you know, it, it derives from where, what we all know. Slavery. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Even yes. school. Yeah. Like, school is just like a precursor. It's basically like a training of like going to a for job. Real life. Mm-hmm. And working for someone in a cubicle or a desk or whatever. You wear uniforms, you walk in single file lines, you go to lunch at a certain time, you know. They've even taken napping out of school. So now you 
you, you know, when you get to work. Working all day. <laughs> yeah, every day. Like, that's just how it is. That shit, uh, it's just a crazy mentality. Like, the whole idea, the idea, like, but and people then, don't think like that. They don't, I don't know. It's just, I mean, people, I don't know, son. I think people all have it in the back of their mind, but we just want an easy life, son. People tired of struggling, and it's easier to just be blissful and just live until you die and do whatever it is you can do, you know? Like, take trips and shit, and eat foods, and take pictures, (laughs) and talk and laugh, you know, which is, it's all good. You know, I you know, can't shit, even be mad at it. That shit is cool, but I, I don't know. I know for me, when I get called to glory and they say, did you live your life to the fullest extent? <clears throat> if all I did was work a job, I ain't live life to the fullest extent. In, Yo, in, my, opinion, us, huh? in my opinion, I know nobody else. Like, but to some people, that's, that's life to them. Yeah, I guess it is. Damn. I don't know. Nobody else, man. But I, I, I mean, know. I don't want that to be my life, but that's some people life. That shit crazy. I don't want to be mad that I work the job. I just don't want to be mad. I, I I just don't want to get there and be like, man, I didn't do all the shit that I set out to do. Because I know I'm not going to do everything. Maybe not everything. Like, I want to fly a spaceship. I don't know how likely that is. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I've thought about it. Yeah. Like, yo, it would be tight as shit to fly. Maybe I'll be an actor and I can fly a spaceship. Oh, That's a Only you. Know. <laughs> but, you know, it's a lot of stuff that I want to do and, 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 and put in the world to help out. You know what I'm saying? Do stuff. And I don't want to get to that point where I'm like, man, shit. I never got there. Mm-hmm. That shit would break my heart. Yeah, you know, hey, I feel you. So no matter how long it take you, man, if that's what you trying to do, you just got to keep going until you do it, dog. Yeah, don't yeah, I quit. agree with that. Just do not quit, cause once you quit, you, you fail. You yeah. know, you never quit, you never fail. As soon as you quit, it's a done deal. Yeah, hang it up, yeah. brother. <laughs> that is real shit, yo. You know, so. that mindset in college, man. Yo, it's crazy as shit for me. Yeah. The whole notion of quitting. Like, I was college, I was the first one to be like, man, fuck this. I ain't doing this shit. <laughs> I was. I was like, man, screw it. You want to do what? Oh, fuck this. No, I'm not doing it. I'm out. Peace. Yeah, because you yeah, like, were just on your own. So it's just like, yeah, I ain't doing yeah. this. Shit. But it's like, now my, my mindset has shifted. It's like, okay, I'm going to do this. I ain't going to give up. I'm going to fucking kill this shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, see. But not knowing when to not not knowing when to leave can also harm you too. Yeah. I, me, I'm on the other other end of the spectrum. Like I don't know how to quit. Yeah. Like, and that shit that shit can be very detrimental. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not knowing when to just be like I'm done. You know. Yeah, because you just keep trying and it's just like this ain't working. So yeah. then you gotta really think to yourself, like, is it even working? Like I didn't put my all into it. Cause at some point you're gonna get drained mm-hmm. if it's and, not working out. And the funny thing about it is sometimes you you gonna always <laughs> if you keep going, you're gonna end up getting to you're gonna end up getting to what you're trying to get to. Mm-hmm. But like you said, 
once you get it, you like, man, this shit was not worth it, dog. <laughs> like, I did all of this work. I kept getting my ass kicked. And then I'm here, I'm like... That may have not been the door you yeah, shorty was just Shorty was not worth it. Like, I put in a lot of work for her. <laughs> for real. It's, a, yeah. it's all around. Jobs. Like, think about how hard people work to get jobs. But do you think there's still an underlying lesson in that, though? There's always a lesson in everything. Yeah, definitely. I know for me, when I when shit like that happens, I just think about, okay, what the fuck did I learn before I even got into it? Right. I really can't call anything a failure when I, when I think like that because I still learn something at the end of the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it sucks when you be trying to think. You're like, man, what was this all about? Why did I go through this? And you can't think of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you be like, damn, am I going to have to go through this again to learn? Like, I don't want yeah. to. <laughs> That's real. That's real. I don't want to keep having to go through the same thing just so I can learn a lesson, dog. Like, like didn't I go through enough lessons? Sometimes it feel like life just be bullying you. Like you just be like, God, are you just like, <laughs> you just don't like me or something, son? Like, what's up? Or Satan, dog? Why are you hating? Like, who who is out here against me right now? This is bullshit. I just want to chill, son. Like that's really all I want to do. <laughs> like, I just want to, I just want to chill and create stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? That's true. That, oh man, I was talking to a coworker of mine, man. She was just putting shit into perspective, like the job, the economy, and all this shit. She was like, man, she just wants to get the fuck out of the U.S. She was like, I'm, I'm ready to dip. I'm like, shit just ain't looking good. I'm just, she was like, I'm ready to spin the globe and whatever I put my finger on. Damn, hell no. Definitely was thinking about being an expat. Like, looking at the other countries where I can have dual citizenship. I wouldn't mind doing that, honestly. Yeah. I wouldn't mind living somewhere, but you definitely got to be selective about this mind. No, I would definitely do my homework. Like, you know. I mean, you know what she was saying. You know, you know what I remember by that. I'm gonna go live with the monks. They not allowed to hate people. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't allowed to do a lot of things. You sure you're gonna be all right? I was like, hey, I ain't say I'm gonna live there. I'm gonna live next door to them. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's up, y'all? Hey, y'all mind if I stretch with y'all? That motherfucker gonna be breaking mad rules out here. I'll shit. be breaking all the rules. I'm not cutting my hair. Y'all can suck my. I mean, y'all can get out of here with that. I'm not cutting my hair for y'all. For what? Like I, I can't do what? What? What you mean? You can't oh, have no. sex. Oh, it'd be youngest coming all through that mug. I'll be like, hey, look, hey, is this what y'all missing? You so damn stupid. You know. How you? How are we gonna not have sex? Like that's what you got a that's what you got a penis for. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> we just not gonna act. We just gonna act like you just gonna sit there and act like you don't wanna. Yeah, you not horny, son. You just gonna act like that <laughs> oh, every day. Oh, and then indeed. you force yourself to not be horny, son. What? No. I can't do that. I can't do that. Cause it's natural. How do you? How do you try to keep something? From being natural. Contained. Like, ah. I wonder, I wonder, do they, like, that's all. Do they do that? Man, oh. they got to. 
crazy. I'll be in that thing whacking, y'all. Man. Yo, somebody go. Night. One of my I thought I'd be wondering, like, the nuns and stuff. I be wondering. I be wondering about nuns, too, because I'm like, it's <laughs> some bad-looking nuns out here. <laughs> and you know that they got to, like, dudes. Like, it's a lot of nuns. Yeah. Or, like, maybe they like girls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what happens if you're a nun and you like chicks, but you're around chicks all day, every day? Oh. They still ain't, they can't, still can't have sex. I know they be up in there. Really? Every Christian I know is a sinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they Christians. Oh, I go Every sin, every Christian I know is a sinner. So, I mm, ain't trying to hear that. Yeah, I know they be getting it in. You gotta do what you gotta do. Shit. <laughs> you know they be on up, up in there on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay. Like we gotta make some more money, Pastor. It ain't enough revenue coming in. <laughs> what the? Oh God, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm oh my movie. gosh, yo. But nah, what's up? What else is new, man? What's good? I, oh, I had a question, man. I had a question for y'all. Yeah. All right. Validation, bro. Okay. Validation. How important is it for someone to be verified, validated by something? Like, when it comes to trying to figure out, when you look into life and you're just trying to find different people and different teachers and different different ways to learn about, you know, what's going on in life and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. When you talk to someone that you never met, you don't really know their background like that, but they start running game to you. How important is it that they're verified, that they're valid? You know what I'm saying? That, that that they can be validated by someone else's opinion or the world of his, of opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like they have accolades or accolades like and credentials that state that since I have done this, I can talk about this. You know what I'm saying? How important yeah, is that? You want me to answer that? Anybody. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a damn what your credentials is. I'm gonna listen to you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do my own damn research to, you know, to make sure what you saying may be correct, you know? Mm. I feel like in life, you gonna, your biggest teachers is gonna be people mm. that you don't know, and they may not have half the damn accolades you think they have, you know what I'm saying? You can learn okay. something from a homeless man on the street that ain't got shit. Mm. So it's like you come across and you come across these people for a reason. Your life is a journey. Everybody you come across is already in the plan. So anytime somebody tells me something, I do listen to what they say. But I the the things that they say, I do I make sure, you know, okay, he does have some validity to what he's saying, but I took that shit into to context. You feel what I'm saying? About, what about you, Charlotte? Um, I agree with what Kamek say, but at the same time, you may have the accolades, the validity, or you may have done it already, but what you have done may not work for me. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. the steps you took may not work for me. I may not even have to go through the same steps you took. It may just fall in my lap. It may You may have had to go through all the sweat and tears, but I could just go out here and maybe do it or get it done easier. So I feel like it does help. I don't like people to just 
talk either. Like, let me see what you done really done. Like, I'm going to do, like you said, I'm going to do some research. But don't just talk and you ain't got nothing behind you that say that this is really happening. So do y'all think that y'all more prone to learn life through experience or through research? I think I think it's both. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's you gonna say it's a bit of balance, a balance between both. The only reason I'm asking this is because I wanna know like the significance of actually going to go see a psychiatrist and stuff like that. And why do people actually go see psychiatrists? You know what I'm saying? If we're you need to talk about mental issues and things that's going on in your life and stuff. Mm-hmm. Why? What is the difference between sitting with someone who's actually gone through it or finding someone who's actually gone through it versus paying someone who has never gone through it? Who, right, a professional in books and invali- invalidated behind accolades, but accolades. Who, who has never dealt with the mental stress and, and, and uh, issues and circumstances that you're going through. Mm. I would say, um, <clears throat> has anybody else been through therapy? Anyone? Else? I've been to therapy maybe twice in my life, but but once right. I was a child and like I was like maybe like 17 the second time I went. Okay, so I've been as a adult um so i'm usually the person that everybody comes to to talk about Mm. issues or you know things they're going through and i'm gonna give you you know i'm be straight up whatever whatever so i feel like you pay a professional because a lot of people have their own shit going on most times people that's in our circle have their own have life going on Mm-hmm. And they probably, for the most part, most a lot of people got the same shit, whether it's childhood trauma, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So we all got the same kind of energy when it comes to that. So you don't have a, a neutral response. Everybody's coming. They got their own personal feelings. And you're not, I feel like with therapy or professional, more so than not, they gonna give you ways to talk it out and mm. think about something different versus somebody that you may know and have gone through that experience. Mm-hmm. So, like, my thing is this, yo. If if the person that you're talking to knows more about your psychological develop, like the psychic mind frame, mm-hmm. than you, right? Mm-hmm. What's stopping them for from running you in circles to keep you coming back? So that you um, keep spending money. Like where 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 does it where does your where does your your um time with that person stop? Actually, that's that's good that you asked that because my therapist actually told me she wasn't somebody that, you know, keep coming, keep she was actually like, I think you're actually fine. Like I, I think we can scale back our meeting. Um, if you wanna scale back and just call me when you need me, you know. That could be once a month to once every two months. But she was like, I think we've gone through all the motions and how to deal with if something comes up, you know. I think that's where ethics comes into play. Right. And, and I will say, I don't know if everybody does that, but I had an African-American woman as a therapist. And, you know, and some people, I have heard some people say like, I, they didn't want, a, you know, they were African-American, but they didn't want African-American therapists mm. 
because they felt like they would project they probably had some of the same shit as a therapist and project that on them um which she said she had a um a, a pink therapist and the therapist you know basically told her like it's time you quit your job like your job is causing you stress mm-hmm. um like those are triggers and you need to quit but for me like I said my therapist is just like I think we talked about it you know exactly what you need to do you know cut these people off and do this but I feel like we've gone through the motions that I don't I feel like you can handle this but there probably are some people or therapists that probably would keep oh you should work on this you should work on this this week and mm-hmm. you know so so like oh, time is up it's time for another you know twenty so like, thousand dollars for another session and shit yeah. and, and exactly and I'm gonna go there like so okay we we talking about that so like if you care like that, or if you, you know what I'm saying, you that kind of person where you just really trying to help someone, why why make people pay for it? I mean, you like, right. why not just do it for free? But I feel like, I'm, well, sometimes it is free, because at first... Business and the love. Yeah, I mean, I got it. That's, if that's my passion, that's just like you. Eventually... Your passion is music and creativity. Eventually, you want to get paid for your shit. Because you're trying to like do it you, full time. Yeah, like that's your business. And this is how I eat. Like I got eventually. That don't take away my passion for what I'm doing. Like I really still want to help people. I want to get my music out, my painting, whatever your art is. <laughs> I still eventually, I still got to live. Some people would say know your worth in that regard. I feel you. I just, I don't know. Sometimes I just have my, when it comes to like doctors and, and, and therapists and dentists and stuff like that, I always look at them as like drug dealers. You I know mean, it's like they selling it's a third eye. They selling you something because you because they know you know what I'm saying they basically solving a problem for you. That's what your drug dealer does. He solves your problems. You know what I'm saying any stresses and issues that you got, any concerns that you got, can go away with just this one sale. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I kind of look at it like that like they pushing products you know okay you need to do this you need to think about this you need to go buy this you need to go buy that but that and comes just, in you know I get it, I guess you gotta just be a little disearning and like like you said just the ethics about it mm-hmm. so. and you gotta know yourself too like you gotta just like doctors the pharmacy like you all know that's a game like I might give you a medicine that's gonna cover up this. Now you need to come back for this. Like at some point, you gotta take accountability and say, "Yo, I know what I need to do to get off this diabetes medicine. Like I need to be drinking my green smoothie." Unless, you know, like to reverse all of this, mm-hmm. unless you just want to keep paying people, like because that is their job. Yeah. Like you can't let them advocate for you because they will. No, you need this. No, I don't. I don't need this. Like I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna show you. Yeah, you could give me that medicine. That don't mean I'm gonna take it. And I'm gonna come back and let you know, like, yo, I did it this way. Yeah. So, I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying to bust them down. I just, you know, wish, just for clarity, trying to see, you know, how people feel about others being validated. Because sometimes, often, you talk about something and you feel like you have an understanding about it, but you feel like people are not really paying you no attention because you can't be by by any type of certificates or, you know, what I'm saying anything saying that, hey. I know what I'm talking about. 
you know? That's a societal-based thing, though. Right, that's, but that's people got to know society. who the real is yeah. and who the people that get paid for it. Like, mm-hmm. just because you getting paid for or you got the education behind it don't necessarily mean you know more than me because I don't got the education or the letters behind my name that you got. Right. I mean, think about back in the uh, past episodes we had with Prince and Comedic Science Institute. We said that about doctors. He said, what they do? They get paid to practice on you. Yeah, exactly. Practicing on you. Mm. So it's like, they're in this learning just like you are. They're only going <laughs> off the knowledge they learn on the books to do what they got to do. Yeah, that's some fucking shit. Oh, man. Somebody going to have to go into some <laughs> knee surgery tomorrow. Like, man, what? Fuck. <laughs> That's right. That. I didn't Remember think that about game. that. This is just practice for these dudes. Operation game. Yeah. They don't even really know where my knee is. <laughs> <laughs> but that shit real, man. Like I don't. Yeah, I I take everybody equally. Me, value. You over I'm here a- can have ten thousand damn degrees, and you over here can have none. But you can have more knowledge than this person because mm-hmm. you lived it. But this person only read it. So I'm going to take both of y'all y'all experiences, put them together, and do what I got to do with both sides. You know? That's how yeah. I see. I think ultimately it just comes down to, like, you doing your own due diligence. Even when it comes to, like, getting hiring a psychologist. Like, mm-hmm. you have to get to a point where you understand, like, damn, I can't do this by myself. I need a psychiatrist. That's going to take the initial steps of you thinking about What's, what could possibly be going on if there's something wrong with you? Some people don't even be paying attention. They be like, I ain't nothing wrong with me. You know, I'm that shit. I'm that, I'm that B.I.T., you know, it ain't nothing, you know, or I'm that dude, you know? So a lot of us suffer through this post-traumatic stress, but we don't really understand, like, what's going on. Like, even in relationships, we, we just go through life and we just think everything's okay, but we never stop the thing like, man. And uh, honestly, a lot of a lot of African American people really do got a lot of like PTSD. We no, really yeah. don't yeah. like. We really don't think because, like, even when I started therapy, my grandma was like, "What's wrong with you? You ain't crazy." Honestly, a lot of younger people are our age generation need therapy to deal with they shit from back in the day because they think they so strong and they just literally bottled that shit back up. Uh, from 1940s yep. and, just, and they just hard like to the core yeah. and it's like I know I ain't people fucking crazy people don't understand yeah. like trauma and things that have been done to people that does get passed down through genetics people it does people don't understand like how important trauma really really is like mm, what your At- ancestors went through you're gonna feel that in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Have you y'all ever watched curses and things like that? That shit gets passed down. It really does. And I I literally, like, when I started, I had to think about stuff from, like, my grandmother and, like, how my aunts or my mom, like, how they think about stuff. And I'm like, that's because my grandmother. And I really went back to my grandmother and she raised, she was the oldest, but she raised, like, that's right. Ten brothers and sisters. So she was just hard. Like they were she was born in Alabama. So it was just yeah, she crazy. went through all of that. It's an actual um I don't know if y'all ever watched it on Netflix. It's called In My Mother's Garden. I don't I know if y'all I ever heard, watched it. I did it. see that. I didn't watch the whole thing though. Yeah, y'all gotta watch that. Like it 
really breaks it down. Like it's so deep and it really is really like that ancestor is real. Mm. Yeah, that's it's just it's it's crazy, man. Because <clears throat> another thing is I'll be trying to figure out like why <laughs> the white people walk around with the guns on their hip and stuff like that. But we the ones with the PTSD. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We the ones that need Black, black people should just be strapped up, dog, at this point. Like, as soon as you see a cop, it should be on, like, what they about to do? Oh, let me right. I swear, I <laughs> swear, I tend to, like, no, like, me. like, my heart just be like, I know I ain't doing nothing wrong, I'm gonna but. I'm gonna tell I got you my like, gun in my car, and you just mm-hmm. never know. Like, yo, I'm going to tell yeah. you like this. Every time I see a cop, I start feeling some type of way. Yeah, I don't my. care where I'm at. I don't care what I'm doing. As soon as I see a 5 I'm like, man. You know, like, oh, like, let me not even look that way because I don't even want to navigate this attention. They just but that's a like, form of PTSD in itself. Yo, it is. That it's is crazy. It is so, man. It is crazy how that shit works. But, you know, you see white people, they be over here chopping it up with the cop, like, oh, what's up, officer? You know, how you doing? You know yeah, I'm over here. Anything. I'm yeah. stopping behind the car and slowing up until the light turn green. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like I don't even want to be, I don't even want to go past you. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't want no, I don't even want to see your face, though. Like, if there's a crime going on, I'd rather the crime just happen and be done than y'all come over and just, you know. Mm, yeah. Because... Did y'all, um, go ahead. No, nah, you said that what? No, Terrell Owens, he just, um, that's an old football player, right? Yeah. P.O.? Okay, yeah. I just had to make sure I knew what I was talking about. But I <laughs> had to make sure, okay? But uh, he just put up a video last night. So he was going through his neighborhood. I guess he said he was going to the mailbox. And it's a, a Karen outside. Oh, and she, um, I guess she like yelled, slow down or got in the middle of his car. So he stopped his car and got out. She called the police. The husband told her to go back in. She called the police. The police come. She starts crying. And he like, oh, you really going to do that? Like, I didn't even do that. She was like, you're a black man and you're coming towards me. I was like, Are like, you, you didn't serious? hear I'm going I'm gonna try to find a video and forward it to you. I was like, oh my God, thank God. Like, it was another neighbor that was on TO's side and was like, first of all, he was not speeding and he did not come towards you. Like, yeah, he got out of your car because you yelling at him. No, I was, but literally crazy. in the video, you can hear it say, you're a black man, you're coming towards me. Like, and start hysterically crying. Are you serious? I was like, this is how our black people fucking get killed. That is They really don't know what they do and how easy it is for us to literally be could be gone in the blink of an eye. They so do did you, that's why they do that shit. Did you hear about <laughs> the term Karen now? How they trying to equate that to the N-word? <laughs> And they say, oh, it's, oh, it's racist. They saying it's racist that now. It's worse than the N word now. <laughs> I was like, yo, you. I, 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 I mean, I would believe it. It's but... worse than the N word, bro. Oh, they was like, we pretty much they were saying we know slavery was bad and all that, but this Karen stuff, this is a whole nother level. Like, motherfucker, please. Bitch, you ain't going to get your <laughs> will. You fucking. <laughs> Fucking bitch. Y'all done got yo, me crazy. Y'all used to curse on here. It's wild, son. Like, that is crazy, dog. Yes, man. That's a, that, and, like, why do people, why do, I, I feel like, why do white people 
But I guess white people just be scared, or those kind of people, they just be scared. Like, no, they, they think because all the shit they did is gonna come back that, and hurt Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. That's that's critical race theory, though. That that is that's what critical race theory is all about. Don't give them the knowledge because that has to hold us accountable. Yeah, that's why the fight for critical race theory is so important. And I I'm always wondering why we're not trying to push for that fight for more of it. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty much what we always talk about, but why is non-melanated people fighting for more critical race theory? It's like a white-on-white fight. But it has everything to do with us because it holds everybody accountable. They don't want to look at it. Yeah. I don't even think, sometimes I just don't think, we just be, I just think that black people be in La La Land, bro. Yeah, I, I feel like I, way, man. I feel sad. No, no, uh, I think it's more people that not, not all. Man, I feel like sometimes man. they on this beach behind me and shit, and just looking at waves and shit when a whole bunch of other shit is going you know, on. It's right? like I think white. I think us as black people, like we just get to a point, we get money, and we just like, okay, I can do this. So I'm not even tripping. Like it, this been going on for years. It's not going to stop now. You know. But some people feel like, what can they really do? At yeah. the same time, because you got that too. you got this group over here who ready, they'll yeah. be ready. But then you got millions over there, like fuck that shit. I like Yo, that. they be looking like, yeah, I'm not getting into that. I got a big, right, right. Well, I, I guess, sometimes you gotta say fuck it and let them do them. Son, I don't know, son. I think the I really the only way for this shit to ever get better is for a purge to happen. You think so? That's just where we at. Like, we need a really? flood. We would need a flood. Like, we would have to kill off all these racist ass motherfuckers. Then we have to kill off all of these damn. We have to kill off all these niggas that's just like <laughs> illogical and irrelevant to the life and, and don't want to do better. So, you saying we need to reteach have a Nat Turner mentality? That's what you're saying? Reteach the world how to view black people. It's, it's a lot of shit that had to go down. And the only way for that to happen is, is if we completely destroy everything it, we already have. So, you destroying the melanated people that want to be white too? Because, no, you know, they out just here. That. It's, it's the melanated people who teaching white concepts like we talking about we're not just talking about like money we talking about religion okay. you know what I'm saying because we got religion out here that's teaching you how to be a slave like you calling your god a master and shit like I get that but you know you worship and falling on your knees before the cross and you praying before a white a white Jesus a man who said to be a, a child of God your master and it's just like all of this shit is geared towards influencing us that we're always going to be slaves. Like, regardless of if we die or if we live, like, once you die, you go to heaven just to be a slave for God. Like, <laughs> like you know, I hate to say it like that, but then you go to school and you try, you learn how to be a fucking employee and you go to college and you learn how to be an employee and you go to work and you learn how to just slave for the rest of your life and you don't learn about the world. You just learn about what's necessary for you to keep putting p- money in people's pockets. Mm. Yeah, not gonna so, agree with that unless you got your own mind. Yeah. So, like, when you see people that is making bread and they got enough money to just do whatever they want when they want to, which is probably the rapper, the boxer, the basketball player, the football players, 
because you ain't seeing the doctors and all those other people like that all the time. You're like, damn, this is what I got to do to be free. So we just fall right back in the trap and we forget everything that's going on on CNN. We don't care about that. We just try and get the bag so that we just can stay elevated. Mm. You know, we're not going to take... No, who, who got time to just sit there and be reading books about black history and, and like logic and reasoning and the art of war and yeah. philosophy, therapy, psychology, uh, uh, psychology, medicine. Nobody wants to sit and read that shit. Let's go rap. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go play ball, dog. You know? Feel like Let's I, play PlayStation like, for money. Like Big Crit and Lupe Fiasco, man. It's, it's a lost generation, man. It is. It's a lost. It's a lot. I could go further and say it's a lost people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to give up on my people, but it's like, yo. Oh, <laughs> it's a wrap. It's, like, <laughs> it's like, damn, son. As soon as they start, like, get, like, as soon as they start giving out shots, y'all know they gave us syphilis and all that shit, right? Yeah. Do the same means, right? Y'all do know that. Do, do, the, do the shot. Y'all I'm about to just go over. Oh, we scared. We're going to get that. You better get that. They got people in churches. Oh, God, please, on, a, on the cross. You better <laughs> give it to them. Give it to them. You get the shot. Get the shot. Young oh, you're the... making my stomach hurt. You're like, <laughs> no, and you know, a lot of the churches only did that because they get a lot of the funding yep. from the government. So it was like, if you don't do this, I'm going to take away your funding. That's actually why I left one of my churches. I felt like they just became too commercialized mm. because they were getting a lot of funding from like higher up Blue Cross Blue Shield. So it was just like the message became water to me. It wasn't like when I first moved to Charlotte where I was like, okay, it took me about two years to join, but it was the word. Like I felt it. And then eventually as time went on, they were just receiving funding and more funding from you know, high up. So it seemed like the message got real watered down or commercialized. Like they wouldn't talk about certain things or touch on certain things. And it was like, all right, yeah, I don't want that. Cause you still got churches that touch on real stuff. You do. Yo, imagine going to church, right? With just people like us, like the pastors are, are us, right? And we just sit there, not on the podium. <laughs> us, we gonna be a pastor. <laughs> just, just check it out check it out we sitting there you know pastors they, they like us but they ain't cursing all that they like us they sitting in the middle of the floor with the people they not on the podium and all that they in the they sitting in the audience talking to the people like listen y'all got some issues we here to listen what's going on I ain't gonna preach nothing about no bible we about to just talk real talk right now. You know what I'm saying? We about to talk about life. We about to talk about politics. We about to talk about financial gains. We about to talk about savings, plans. If a church was like a school for life, you know what I'm saying? Like, why, why, why is that the only thing you learn when you go to church? You know what I'm saying? That's what a pastor's supposed to, I feel like, supposed to do. Like, are we we going to preach Jesus get, saving our souls and shit, but we not about to teach them about financial literacy and shit. Yeah, these niggas broke as fuck, but they still giving their 10% to the church. But when they go home, they don't even got no money to eat no food. Like, what's really happening here? Mm, yeah. We giving out 
we giving them food, but we not teaching them how to get food. What the fuck? Yeah, I agree. So I, I'm like, when I think of a church, that's what I think of. I think of like the youth, youthful, energetic dude, regular t-shirt, hat, talking to people, asking and questions. Like, if you talking, yeah. if you the only person talking in the room, you ain't listening. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I agree. And that's why I like this pastor in Houston. Like, absolutely love him. Keon Henderson, he actually just got married to uh, Johnny, Chad's ex-wife. Oh, really? But he he got a real word, and he for the people. Like, anytime I come to Houston, I'm, I visit him there. Like, really? he's good. And he's younger. He like, I think Keon, like, 40-something. But, um, yeah. He just real. He doing a lot for the community, all that type of stuff. And I feel like that's what the pastor should be. And you yeah. should be able to touch on real shit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Hey, well, this was a great episode, as always. You know, Shadé's back. Yeah, she finally. I'm a, I'm a dip in. <laughs> I'm a dip in. Well, I ain't forget about my people. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, it's all good. Well, this was a great episode. That being said, this is your boy Comedic Energy. And Sade. And something happened to Craig, but <laughs> he still loves. Peace out. We out. <laughs> Have a nice night. <laughs>